Welcome to the Wayback Chronicles podcast, brought to you by Noel Kirsch, Steve McKilkey, and me, Keith Abbott. In the Wayback Chronicles, we discuss the greatest events that's happened from the 1970s to the present. And in this episode, uh, Noel's going to take us through the sports moments of 1990s. So, Noel, it's all you. All right, thank you. What's so funny about that? I'm still laughing at the camera. (laughs) Keith has got this. Keith has this camera that obviously listeners can't see this, but they could just be glad. But he's got a camera that follows him, and of its own. Right before we we started recording this episode, the camera (laughs) panned around the room, and um, anyway, sorry. Yeah, should should I do that again? No, no, no. I think we. I think we're good. We're good. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm trying not to look at keys. That's why I totally miss what you're laughing at. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't help it. I glanced over there, and he's all. (laughs) I'm all chilling. Anyway, yeah, chilling. All right, sports, 1990. Um, First of all, in the world of baseball, um, I think just in general, uh, there were significant events in the baseball world in 1990. Um, Decades saw a World Series sweep, uh, which, yeah, and then also record-breaking contracts. So I'll kind of cover all of that. But first of all, the the Nolan Ryan threw his sixth career no-hitter for the Texas Rangers on June 11th at the tender young age of 43. And even at that age, he was throwing the ball by batters at 95 miles an hour. That's wild. Yeah, he is. Legend. He really is, man. Have y'all seen that that documentary they did of him recently? It is so good. good. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you're listening and you haven't watched that, it's, um, it came out, I watched it in the theater. It was released to the theater, like for a couple of screenings, it wasn't a big release, but, um, I managed to get a ticket to go, to go see that. And then I think it's actually on Netflix or one of the, one of the 50 streaming services out there today, but it's, it's well worth the watch and he's a Texas guy. So, you know, it's good. Um, Anyway, so he also led the the league in strikeouts in 1990 with 232 strikeouts. And in his career, he threw a record nine no-hitters. Wow. Which is insane. That's unreal. So it is. I thought it was seven, but he got nine. Wow. Yeah. No. I just read that wrong, Steve. Ryan's was one of a record nine no-hitters thrown in 1990. So that means oh. all the in the whole for all of baseball man you almost made him sound even better than he actually is but <laughs> anyway he threw his sixth career no hitter in 1990 and uh probably ended up with seven i bet you're probably right about that in his career and there were nine no hitters thrown by pitchers in the major leagues in 1990 but also um cecil fielder of the detroit tigers became the first american league player since roger maris and mickey mantle to hit 50 home runs in a season and then off the field Jose Steroids Canseco signed a five-year contract with the Oakland Athletics worth up to a whopping $23.5 million, which is, um, by today's comparisons, pocket change. Right. Although I'd, oh. I'd take it. I'd take it, too. Yeah. Oh, play baseball. this is a year that, that uh, Pop Fly went off of Jose Canseco's head. I that? don't know. I do remember that. and I don't. with the Athletics when that happened, I believe. I, it uh, might be something to kick to the research department and see <clears throat> that uh, didn't come up in my research, but I've got a few more highlights here on baseball. So by the time I finish this, maybe the research department will have that. But <clears throat> um, 
History research, was research made. department did say it was 93 when that happened. Ah, uh, off of uh, Cleveland's Carlos Martinez. So yeah. Mm. Well, a couple of years later, a couple of years later, it got him. Um, history was made in Seattle where Ken Griffey senior and junior became the first ever father son combination to play in the majors on the same team in the same game. That's, That's awesome. pretty cool. Yeah. His cool. senior played for the Cincinnati Reds. And of course, junior was always at the, at the Mariners, but um, forgot that they joined together in 1990. 1990 was like the year I was collecting baseball cards. That was like the, if you look in my closet, I've got baseball cards from like 89 to about 93, kind of in that, that yeah. that's about yeah. it, yeah. but I have all of them. And um, <laughs> I'm a big King, King Griffey jr. Guy, his rookie year was an 89 <clears throat> and um what a hoss. Yeah, totally. Um, Cincinnati Reds dominated a national league with a lineup reminiscent of the big red machine from the 1970s. They finished the season, finishing the season five games ahead of second place. The Reds were ready to take on whatever came with a bullpen known as the quote, nasty boys, Rob Dibble. Y'all remember Rob Dibble? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude was <laughs> like a tank. Yeah, he was. Uh, Rob Dibble, Norm Charlton, and Randy Myers, they won a 41 games combined for the season. And then the Reds swept the National League Championship Series away from the Pirates with Myers and Dibble sharing the MVP. That's awesome. I, um, that was pretty pretty good. On the at, at American League side, Oakland held the best record in the major leagues, 103 games to 59 losses for the season. Um, they finished a crazy nine games ahead of second place. And then in the ALCS and the championship series for the American league, Oakland beat the Red Sox easily defeating them in four straight games. And it was, so you've got on the national league, you got Cincinnati that's sweeping. And then on the Oakland, on the American league side, you had Oakland that was sweeping. And so they got these two powerhouses that were coming to clash and everybody expected like this world series. It was just out of the game. Um, and, Really, kind of everybody thought that the A's were going to win it easily. Like they had, they had some amazing athletes. They had Jose Canseco, um, Ricky Henderson. Like they had, they had a stacked lineup. But Mark um, McGuire was on the team. That yeah, Mark McGuire as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, they had, they had, they had the athletes. But for the first game of the World Series, Cincinnati demolished the Oakland pitching staff while shutting down the Bash Brothers seven to zero. The second game was a little closer, five to four. It took innings to decide, but the Reds still won that one. And then they won the final two games and um, sealed the World Series and swept um, swept the Oakland A's for the championship that year. But um, curious, how many times has there been a sweep at the World Series? Do y'all know? It's a great question. I don't know. We'll find out. I don't know. I feel like yeah. there's a lot of four and one game series, but yeah, yeah. Sweep, sweep, sweep is pretty hard at that level. Yeah. Yes, it is. College basketball. Um, you'll remember uh, Tarkanian. Is it Tarkanian? Yeah. yeah. UN, UNLV. Um, UNLV basketball team coach. I remember he always had the, the towel and stuff he always bid on and everything. Um, UNLV basketball team had the best season in school history in 1990. Never having won a championship, they continued to win game after game, making it to the Final Four. Uh, UNLV beat Georgia Tech 90-81. to 81. Um so they Duke faced Arkansas and Duke beat Arkansas and advanced to the championship game. 
and then UNLV won their game, and um, everybody expected. I mean, this was sort of the beginning of Duke's like streak where they just became the Duke that we know today. Yeah. And um, they destroyed UNLV, destroyed Duke 103 points. They scored 103 points and beat Duke by more than 30 points. Wow. <laughs> so that was a statement, statement win. But no um, yeah, I thought that was, thought that was pretty interesting. So Some Hall of Famers on that UNLV <clears throat> team. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. Crazy. Yep. Um, and it's a small school too. It's what I love about the final four, like these small, you know, schools that have really small, you know, enrollment and everything become like they, they have just as good a chance of being a basketball powerhouse as the big schools. So it's pretty, pretty cool. Um, professional basketball. Um, this was the year that the basketball added, uh, the expanse of two new teams. You guys, for a little trivia, do y'all know who the two new who who were the two new NBA teams added to the NBA in 1990? Magic. Say, um, you said Memphis? Magic. Yeah. Yep, that's one of them. Steve. Charlotte. Nope. Magic. It wasn't Minnesota Timberwolves, was it? Yes, it was. Oh, okay. Very nice. Minnesota Timberwolves and the Orlando Magic were the two expansion teams. They had terrible years. They both finished under 300, um, which is not great. Um, <clears throat> but they, um, yeah, that was the that was their that was the season that those two teams were added. Um, I'll skip through the finals and just kind of get to the NBA Finals. The NBA Finals featured the Detroit Pistons and the Portland Trailblazers. Both teams had, this is kind of weird, both teams had identical regular season win-loss records. Huh. and But the Trailblazers were no match for the Detroit. They had Isaiah Thomas, kind of enough said. I think he scored like a million points that year. Um, was just amazing. And the Pistons beat Portland four games to one to win the championship. And so it's one notable thing is in the final game with the score tied at 90, Vinny Johnson, Vinny Johnson of the Pistons nailed a jump shot with 0.7 seconds left, sealing a 92-90 to 90 victory Wow! over I always, Portland. I always thought that Vinny Johnson had one of the worst nicknames in the history of sports, the microwave. <laughs> That's his yeah. nickname? Yeah, Vinny the microwave Johnson. <laughs> That's a great question. No idea how it got to that, but I'll tell you, that Pistons team was super dirty. And, yeah. uh, and is that you know, where the Rodman years too? Robin was there. Bill Lambeer was there. Oh, you Bill know, and, you know, if you ever see the, the clips of, you know, Larry Bird and Bill Lambeer, you know, fist, you know, flat out fist fight. It's during yeah. the 1990 years for sure. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> I remember I did not like Bill Lambeer. He just had the nasty look on his face. Yeah. Yeah. And he had that. He was the first one. He had like the plastic mask and stuff too. Mm -hmm. Just like Mm -hmm. that guy just doesn't seem human. Okay, here you go. Here we go. Research department just passed me this. So Mm -hmm. following the Pistons 102-99 victory, Celtics guard Danny Ainge, we all remember that whiny guy. Oh, yeah. Commented on Johnson's performance by saying, if that guy in Chicago is the refrigerator, refrigerator, then Vinny Johnson is the microwave. He sure heated up in a hurry. That's where he gets his (laughs) (laughs) There you go. There you go. Nice job, research department. Yeah, mystery solved. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> Michael Jordan of the Chicago Bulls won the NBA scoring scoring title in 1990. He led second place Carmelo 
by over 200 points. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> narrow narrow George, margin of victory. Yeah. Just, uh, he just squeaked by, yeah. uh, just squeaked by him. <laughs> but that Michael Jordan, he's, he stays in there. He's going to yeah. become, he's going to become something in basketball one day. I just, I got a feeling about that guy. Boys. As long as he stays positive, anything's possible. (laughs) Thank you, Steve. (laughs) Thank you. Somebody listens. So awesome. So awesome. And if that didn't make any sense to you, you need to go back and watch, listen to some of our older episodes. You're not paying attention. I think it was 98 sports. I think think you're right. You're right. (laughs) Keith inspired a a future future PGA champion. (laughs) A young Tiger Woods. Right. <laughs> uh, awesome in the world of boxing um this was the you guys remember like the mike tyson years when he just mm-hmm. pummeled everybody um uh, i mean he had a um crazy crazy good record but um in the biggest upset of the year uh mike tyson lost the heavyweight title to james buster douglas he was previously undefeated and was an overwhelming favorite. I think the odds were like 42 to one in his favor. So there was little chance that he was going to lose, but he lost the title in a 10th round knockout. And then afterwards um, came out and said that he was smoking marijuana and hadn't really been doing his training and hadn't really taken the, the fight seriously. And um, that's why he lost. But um, remember like, few years later he like he played or he boxed vander holyfield and bit his ear off and yeah and it just got worse from there yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. it's just it started weird it got weirder yeah You're like oh okay well, maybe he got hit a lot in a the lot. head yeah yeah y'all remember that uh will smith song um he was talking about i, I, I don't know why i thought i could beat mike fight mike tyson y'all heard that song i don't know if i have Really? I think I, I think I remember it. I mean, it's like uh, he. Anyway, yeah, it's a good song. <laughs> I'm totally butchering it, but it's it good. Yeah, it's one of those. It's one of those Will Smith ones, like when he's a Fresh Prince or whatever. Oh yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. So yada yada yada. That's boxing. Um, in NCAA football, uh, this was an interesting, weird, weird year. Um, the top spot in the polls was constantly changing in 1990. Miami, um, Florida was upset by BYU in the first week. Then Notre Dame was ranked number one. Then Stanford upset Notre Dame and Michigan took the top spot after Michigan State, blah, 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 blah. Um, lastly, Penn State defeated Notre Dame and Colorado to end the regular season at the top of the very crowded mountain. So mm-hmm. it like flip, flop, flip, flop, flip, flop. And then at the end of everything after dust settled, Colorado was on top. And so at the end of the regular season, five teams all um, were basically tied for first. Georgia Tech was 10-0-1. University that's in Austin uh, was 10-1. Houston was 10-1. Colorado, 10-1-1. And and Louisville, 9-1-1. So Colorado played its game. um, And I think they played in the Orange Bowl, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and I'm sorry, Georgia Tech demolished Nebraska 45-21. Colorado squeaked by Notre Dame 10-9. to And then the polls, you remember these are like the AP polls and the mm-hmm. um, that they were UPI poll and the AP poll kind of determined who was going to be the national champion. 
UPI ranked Georgia Tech number one, and then Colorado was ranked number one by the AP. And so it was actually ruled a tie as to who was the national champion in 1990. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. And one interesting, weird thing about it is that in Colorado's game against Notre Dame, they won their final game on a fifth down because the game officials miscounted the downs. I they gave that. Them a yeah, they gave him a fifth down. The Colorado and, game, right? Yeah. yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and they won uh, on that on that errant play by the officials. So, yeah, yeah, I re- I remember. So this was my freshman year, and uh, right. So you're talking about the national championship that went into '91, right? Yes. Yep. Was, okay, I remember it because this was like the year that I thought. I, I, you know, the year before was like the finally when I decided to go to tech because we beat AM in Texas that year. And it mm-hmm. was like, okay, this is a, this is a team on the verge of greatness. Right. Yeah. Well then 1990 <laughs> comes in the first team we play away is Ohio state. Mm. The next t- game that we play is at, H- at Houston at home. And oh, this yeah. is, this is the legendary, if you're ever in the band and you hear about this story, this is the Gatlin brothers performance where they play the, <laughs> we, they perform with the going band, the, the song Houston and they go Houston and the whole crowd goes sucks. sucks. And it was, it, and it's like, it's legend. Okay. Legendary. And then, and then we end up playing Texas, which was up there. And we also played Miami. I remember Miami came to, um, t- came to, uh, to Jones stadium. And we watched them. And I just remember watching just the punting itself. I'm oh, like, yeah. we are going to be yeah. destroyed. I mean, it was like embarrassing, yeah. right? And I was like, yeah. I think the, the game, we lost like 45 to 10. It was embarrassing. But yeah, mm. I mean, it was, it was, I remember that year was like all of the ones that were in the running for national championship was through the Texas Tech rotation. And I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> this is my freshman year. Pretty excited about this team. Oh, and totally. Great, great decision on that part. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we were four and seven that yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. Sounds like we were sure lucky to get those the, four wins. The, the birth of I'll be home for Christmas song and all this stuff. <laughs> we can still win. That was this year. That um, was the yeah. birth of birth of cautiously up to optimistic. Yeah, right? pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think this was actually the year of the tortillas too. I think this was the birth. Was of it really? Tortillas. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. at tech when that happened. So. So it was 91. Yeah. 91. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because the AM called us Tortilla Tech, if I remember right. Okay. Yeah. I couldn't remember if it was 90 or 91. It was one of those two. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Um, Ty Detmer uh, with BYU captured the Heisman Trophy. And then he, uh, the BYU went to the Holiday Bowl and faced um, Texas AM and they lost to them 65 to 14. It wasn't wow. close. Um, Detmer set the college season record for most passing yards in a season until um, one of the Texas Tech quarterbacks, I'm sure, probably demolished it years later. But <laughs> anyway, no doubt. That's the that's college football in 1990. On to the pros in 1990. Um, the San Francisco 49ers um, were in the Super Bowl um, like they were this year. That was a great ending to the Super Bowl. I'm sorry. Um, for all the San Francisco fans that are, I'm surely listening right now, but that was, that was a, just a, that was an exciting ending to a Super Bowl this yes. year. Finally totally. agreed the way they should all be. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. I love, love the overtime. Have y'all seen the clips where like the, the guy that called the coin or that for 49ers didn't realize that, that they, that Kansas city was going to get the ball, e- even if yes. they scored. I was yes. like, 
dude, you got to know the rules, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bad choice right there. The referee fought us said, all right, guys, we're Are starting sure? a brand new game. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it's not like it's sudden death overtime. It's we're playing a game. Yep. Yeah. Wow. So anyway. At that stage of the game with that much money you make, you should know that. Yep. Yeah, darn, darn sure. Better. Um, okay. In the uh, after the winning after winning the previous Super Bowl, the 49ers won ten games in a row and finished with a season record of fourteen and two, best in the NFL. They were extremely dominant. Um, and uh, AFC Conference Finals saw an amazing blowout by the Bills, overwhelming the Raiders fifty-one to three in the NFC. Um, the Giants advanced past the 49ers, defeating them 15 to 13 with place kicker Matt Bear scoring all of the Giants' points with five field goals, which must have been super exciting to watch. Um, and then in the Super Bowl, it was the Giants versus the Bills. It seemed like the Bills were just in every Super Bowl from 1990 to 1999. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they got beat by everybody. Everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Just, they never quite closed the deal, could they? It's so they weird. Can. <laughs> yeah, right? It's true. <laughs> Poor Bills. I, I, Yeah, I should be a Bills fan because that would fit, right? You're yeah. a Texas Tech football oh, I, Yeah, and, can't have nice you know, things. You you inherit the Bills as your – you get a sign an, an NFL team to cheer for. I think that's really the way it works. Anyway, right. In the Super Bowl, the Giants proved to be no joke. They defeated the Bills like everybody else did, 20 to 19. New York set a new Super Bowl record by keeping possession of the ball for 40 minutes and 33 seconds, which is a whole lot of yeah. time. <laughs> Dang. That's crazy. Uh, and then Barry Sanders of Detroit had an amazing year, leading and rushing in touchdowns, averaging 5.1 yards per carry and scoring 13 touchdowns. So... I've always admired Barry Sanders because he could play for a lot, many more seasons to follow his retirement, but he decided that, you know, he wanted to finish while he was still healthy and yeah. uh, could enjoy his life. And I, I admire that. I, yep, yep. What, it wasn't all about the money for him. Yeah, totally. Thing. In the world of golf quickly, Nick Faldo, who is a Briton had an amazing year. He won both the masters and the British open and then captured the PGA Player of the Year Award. Lee Trevino and Jack Nicholas both turned 50 qualifying for the senior golf tournaments. Hmm. You know, that means that, well, I can't, I wouldn't qualify yet, but I will soon be qualified. The three of us could qualify to play on the senior tour. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, pretty, I, pretty soon. So. Dust off the clubs and I'm there. I mean, it's yeah. uh, official I'll sponsor. Carry. Official sponsor of the senior golf tournament is Colonoscopy. Colaguard. Colaguard. You two can poop in a box in your home. I I tell you, the worst job in the world has got to be the dude or girl that has to open the box. Go to the middle. Punishment. It's a prison sentence. I just imagine like this warehouse and, you know, they send the guy to the mailbox and he knows what's going to be in the mailbox. Yeah. And he brings it back and like anything in the mail. Interesting today. Awesome. Junk mail. (laughs) It's a whole bunch of poo. Yeah. <laughs> that is a shit damn mail. What's even worse is the the the, tra- the trash man have to pick up that stuff after oh. it's been re-aired. Yeah. I mean, 
There's, they're, they're too applying those trash bags. I, you know, I had a paperclip on their nose, man. Yeah, <laughs> I hadn't even thought about that. I wonder if they have like a like an incinerator and they just burn it. But then you got the neighbors that are like, dang neighbors are out there yeah, burning. They're burning poo, <laughs> what's, yeah. what's this ash composed of? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The greenest mountain where all the ash like drifts right. into. You know, compost. It's like yeah, hill with no trees, no trees, no trees. There's like this green, like, like rainforest, like the ultimate forest. What is it about that hill? Yeah. <laughs> Woo, boy, that's a green and lush. <laughs> I uh, I only want to talk about soccer because it's it emphasizes why um, the United States should just yeah it emphasizes why the United States should never be in that sport first of all um, the rest of the world insists on calling it football and I think that um, yeah there's some should, kicking we should stay out of yeah there's mm-hmm. there's a little kicking there's a little kicking. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so anyway, the United States played in its first World Cup in 1990. It's first since 1950. Wow. 40 years passed before we finally got into the World Cup. And then we got, of course, knocked out in the first round. So Not just surprising. Zippo out of that. And Steve, you would have loved watching the 1990 World Cup final. It was a barn burner. West Germany scored a single goal. And they wow. beat Argentina, who had zero goals. So you would have been like, this This is really maybe the greatest sport ever, ever. <laughs> Absolutely. And the best nap of your life. <laughs> yes. yes. So that was sports in 1990, and um, we got it in under 42 minutes. So nice. there you go. <laughs> nice. Well played. Well played. Yeah. Nice job, Noel. Thank you. Well, Noel, you, you said, you know, this year is not great in sports, but there's still some pretty cool stuff that happened out there. And yeah, agreed. Yeah. 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 The whole like Mike Tyson getting knocked out by Buster Douglas still is, you know, there had to be an excuse for why, why he didn't perform well because Buster Douglas was not an in shape dude. And he was, he was a little beefy and, uh, and it was just, that had to be the most embarrassing loss of his career. Didn't have a lot of them, but that had to be the most embarrassing. Yeah. I don't know that he ever actually recovered from, from that because after that, it kind of went, it went down. Kind of went south, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He, he, um, his invincibility kind of that, that, that veil got, got broken. And, um, I think he spent the rest of his, of his days trying to regain his previous glory that he lost in that, in that round or in that, uh, match. But yeah, yeah. that was probably the, of, of all the sports things in that year, that was the one that kept popping up the most in my research was the Mike Tyson getting beat by Buster Douglas. So yeah, yeah. that's wild. Wild, wild. Yes. Well, good stuff, recap. Good stuff. Yeah. Well, nice Thank job. You. Noel. we appreciate it. Uh, Keith, yeah. um, we're up with next our, episode. Uh, we're going to do a little, uh, our first time to do listener's choice. You yes. Ready for that? I, I'm ready as I'm going to be. So let's do it. So we will catch all you right. on the next episode. Rock and roll. Take care. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Wayback Chronicles. All shows are written and produced by Noel. 
Keith and Steve. Massive thanks to those who made these memories possible for us through the years. All songs, sounds, and effects have been attributed in the comments section and through links listed on waybackchronicles.podbean.com. We look forward to taking you way back again in the very near future.